Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. congregation it's your girl Lacey mosley aka scam goddess back for another installment of podcast scam goddess all about robbery fraud and those who practice it sometimes we love them sometimes we hate them we won't know until we get through the episode but first yes call and response the church let the church say amen hey congregation Y'all know I'm very, yes, excited, extremely excited for today's guest. First time guest on the show. Huge get. We have an amazing stand-up comedian. You've seen her on NBC, CBS, Comedy Central, Cartoon Network, and more. You can check out her podcast, Query, where she interviews LGBTQ plus luminaries, including Roxanne Gay, Trixie Mattel, friend of the show, and Lena Waithe, just to name a few. Congregation, please welcome Cameron Esposito to the show. Yes. Cammy here. You call I call myself Cammy in the third person. It's not reflected anywhere else in my life, but I do have several jackets where I got the brand. Candy I love the brand on the back. Self because it's a brand, and it makes okay. Me I want to call good. you Cammy now. You know, wear that jacket. <laughs> no, that's you can. Okay, I'm going to start be the, the only one. Everyone's going to be calling you Cammy by the end of yeah, 2023. Yeah, <laughs> But Cammy, we always ask our guests <laughs> on the show, what is your relationship with scams? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Have you ever ran any? Have any been run on you? It could be anything. Friends? Oh, no. Yeah, this is rough. This is rough because, right. I mean, so I was raised very religious, really Catholic. Ooh. Went to Catholic grade school, high school. School college. religion. As we all know, Catholicism, mm -hmm. scam. Also, I was a theology major in college. Because I thought maybe I wanted to be a priest. Scam. Over the pandemic, I took a bunch of master's theology classes because I thought maybe I still wanted to be a priest. Scam. Also, I may, and this is something that I don't have, I do not have mm -hmm. more bandwidth to talk about today. But I will say at some point, there is going to be a creative project that reflects that I have also been. Oh, my goodness. That's a huge scam. Because that is a scam. And I think partially being raised with like strict religion that has like mm -hmm. very specific shit to say about something, but then losing that faith, that is somebody who is prime picking. 
for yeah because you went from like here here's the playbook of life do all of this and then we got we got some brass gates we got some clouds and we got your grandma up there so like just follow what the book says and then you went from that to like everything nothing matters yeah you're just on your own, man. You're out there and you're just making choices yeah. and nothing fucking matters. It it's is. a lot. It's, it's a, a steep drop off. But we, we need something to matter. And I it, I oscillate between existential doom and being like, oh, my life has a purpose. And mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. That's a perfect place for a, a man with mm-hmm. like the longest haircut, uh, weirdest, weirdest vibes ever to pull up and be like, hey, <laughs> come play volleyball. Or even worse, in my oh. case, a woman. You know what I mean? Oh, because a man, a yes, I would be able. It, exactly. I think a man. I'm ready to believe that he's selling me garbage, but congratulations to because mm-hmm. especially being raised in the Catholic Church, it's men right. all the way up and down. You can go. I know who I shouldn't believe about solutions to life, men. But then, woman comes in. You go. I wasn't even. I was given no information right. as to whether Earth or not goddess. this would be like I'm like oh you, you must get it. That's why it's always oh, like God. planet Earth is like a her, you know. Oh no! But <laughs> I feel like it's mm. a double scam when you grow up really religious, but then also religion is your school. Like going, like you got to pray before you go down the slide. 100%. Like that's too much. It's not. They should. The Catholic Church did such a good job of mm-hmm. normalizing itself. Because, like, okay, think about it. Like, now, today, I think it's viewed as, like, people think of art that the Catholic Mm -hmm. Church paid to have made as art you should go visit. You know, if you're, like, in Europe or other places that they have colonized, because they also stole the best fucking land everywhere that they went. They, like, if there was a, if there was a, some sort of indigenous culture that had like a spot up on the hill that was where there was a, you know, that was sacred. They fucking were like, I know if we have that hill spot, that's where people will see us. So they stole all that shit. And specifically in Europe, they did a great job of like hiring really amazing artists and having those people paint their paintings, paint their stories in paintings and, and make, you know, statues and stuff. It's like hiring the best musicians of today to write yes. songs about Scientology. And after a while, you'd be like, I don't know, right. it's kind of catchy. Like, I'm in. <laughs> Let Megan and the Stallion drop a Scientology song. I might have schooling. to throw ass to it. I'm like, okay, Xenom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're like, I guess, you know, I mean, it sounds right. Like, the Hubbard. words don't even Classy, sound anymore, bougie. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. L. L. Ron Hubbard rhymes with like a mm-hmm. lot. Like I cupboard, like I like I that came to me immediately. Like Ron Hubbard in my cupboard. Super Ew. easy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. They they, they seamlessly yeah. indoctrinated us into this. And they had the best people Genius. working for them. Because now that you bring up the real estate, everything you described could either be the Catholic Church or episode of Selling Sunset when they're trying to, you know, sell a $40 million house with 100%. you. Like in LA, we have airspace rules where like people bought air. That's how fucking bullshit you, everywhere is. They bought air so <laughs> that you couldn't build high enough to ruin their view yes. because it would fuck up their property value. Yes. And I was like, how do people buy air and why can't I buy some? I I don't know the answer to why you can't buy air. I mean, and I want that for you. But the Catholic Church also has like an independent country. Like oh, yeah. like Vatican City 
is not part of Italy. It's not governable by laws. They their little house. They made their house. Talk about buying air. They bought the fucking ground. There are like soldiers that only exist in that little teeny zone. I mean, it. And then they also bought like football. Like they also yeah. own like Notre Dame, you know? I mean, it's the it's a huge football the scam <laughs> is impeccable. It really is. It's impeccable. And they love you like untouchable now. Like they're so deeply entrenched in every part of our society that like, how would we stop them? Like we can't. You can't. Because also it turns out that it doesn't matter how much you know about the church, mm-hmm. which at this point we know like a lot of bad stuff. They're, they're still, they still exist. But one thing I will say is that less people are becoming clergy because that scam, at least we know. I never understood why they couldn't get married. I know with the with the nuns, I'm Baptist. I know the nuns are like, we Jesus, my boyfriend, but I don't know why the priests couldn't get married. <laughs> yes. That's not just your boyfriend, your husband. You do have an actual service <laughs> where you marry him and wear a ring if you're a nun. Um, but also in the reason that, Met that priests can't get married is because way back when the Catholic Church was trying to secure a bunch of land, they didn't want kids to be able to inherit it from their fathers. So priests can't get married so that they cannot have legitimate children so that the land that churches are on stays in the church as wow. opposed to going to somebody's kid. Way to think ahead. <laughs> like- Agreed. They said all this shit is staying in the family, the family of the Catholic Church. It's really sinister. And it's so wild because it's all... It's so sinister. It's one of the biggest cults out there. It's one of the biggest scams out there. And it's tax exempt. Like, I... I'm so ready for churches to pay taxes unless I start a church. Uh, And then we can keep this going. In that case, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like you'll really self-interrogate, you know, and that's something I'll like about your church. But the the, it's it's full of also just arbitrary stuff that's so old now or so entrenched Mm -hmm. or so distanced from the reason that it exists that like we think it's holy because it's like another example is you're not supposed to eat meat Mm -hmm. on Fridays in Lent. It used to be not supposed to eat meat on Fridays ever, but then now it's just during Lent, if you're Catholic. And that is because Italy is a boot that sticks into the water and fishing (laughs) is a huge industry there. And the Pope wanted to make sure that people could sell enough fish. So he uh, told people they couldn't eat meat on Fridays. Wow, talk about synergy. He was like... (laughs) He was like, what product (laughs) plays fish in the body? Absolutely. A hundred percent synergy. Absolutely. The Pope is just a CEO. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. the Kim Kardashian of it all, you know, it's like, it's just, he's just gently dropping the idea of fish over time. You're making me sure want to do a full deep dive into just like one episode about Catholicism because I could talk about this all day and like, yeah, and everything you've brought I up will come is back. so fucking interesting and i just i truly can't believe that we've all ascribed to it but it but it does make sense because it's just like with critical race theory and like them trying to remove like black history from textbooks it's like if you remove the history of how shit came to be eventually nobody will know and then they'll just go with the shit so like just like how it used to be no meat every friday (laughs) they don't know why 
Yes. Just like God said. Absolutely. Y'all remember the bush said Absolutely. that we couldn't have no Angus? Oh, and I could say, I mean, yes. Lacey, I could talk about this for so long because it is, I have so many more like shit. This things is just that are a teaser wild. into like so our we'll full scale Catholicism yeah. episode. But we're going to yeah, go yeah, on yeah, a yeah, quick yeah, break yeah. for some yeah. <laughs> non scam advertisements. Amen. In his name, Scams! Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream. And I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks. Trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bus when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing it right over there. I got on their underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. And we're back. And it's time for What's Hot and Fraud. This is where we warn our listeners about popping scams in the zeitgeist. And more often than not, we get a letter from you all. As always, snitch on your friends, family, and your enemies at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes. Fuck up your bag. Amen. Uh, (laughs) So now all I need from you, Cameron, is a name. We don't care about gender. It's Faye. Persephone? No. Florence. No. (laughs) They're all great. (laughs) 
Let's start with Persephone. So Persephone says, the scam. My partner, yes, scamming on your partner. We love that. Is a, in a PhD program at an undisclosed school. The scam has has potential to keep going, so I don't want to ruin it. The school, I love that. Keep pay it forward. Rob it forward. <laughs> so the school has an emergency fund for students to access when there's an emergency, like a last minute plane ticket for a funeral, an unexpected medical bill, etc. Um... My college didn't have this. And if they did, they definitely wasn't telling me about it. College decided they uh-uh. were the takers to the extent that when you graduate immediately, yeah. at least at my school, we got emails like, hey, alumni, do you want to donate? I was like, bitch, donate. I just paid tuition. What you talking about? <laughs> or not tuition, but something. Oh, my God, Lacey. I mean, I so, well, whatever. This is its own thing, too. I just very Ooh. recently got an award for my college. Congratulations. For, being, for my contribution to the arts prior to that. I had not spoken to them in 20 years because Mm. it was a super homophobic place and still is. And when they asked me for money, I said, I will donate money when BC apologizes for the way it treated me and all other queer students throughout its tenure. And um, it turns out that that is a good way to make sure you are never called back by a student who is asking you for money because they just check like a request gay apology button and like you do not hear from them again. So just if anybody's wondering how to like really shut down uh, calls from your university, just be like, but how did you treat your queer student? You will not hear from them. You will not hear from them. again. Okay, but what if your university is actually like, shit, we need this money. (laughs) And they're like, like, what if we do a tweet? Yeah, I mean, then it's a win-win. Then maybe they'll get, they'll do better. Or even if they're like, we've actually treated queer students fine. You go, (laughs) you don't even know. You know what I mean? There's there's always discrimination at public institutions or at all institutions. So that's a guarantee. Absolutely. At all institutions. Yeah. Just okay, bring it Cameron, up. I, you know, try it. What you said at the end, that gets me back on board because I was like, what if they're like, okay, we're going to tweet right now. So when you go send us that 30 grand, I'd be like, ah! Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> you go, it wasn't enough. You go, that wasn't commensurate with what has happened. You know what I mean? There's always a way to push it further. Oh, right? And it's June. Y'all. So we can really... We it's rainbow real time. in June, okay? You know, get all your rainbow things. It is, it is what okay. Target would call Pride Month. Do you know how so, much? Like, um, this is our how moment, much gay you know? is being put in my my mailbox right now? They were like, "Can you post about Absolutely. it?" Which gay ass? And speaking of scams, put on your story too. Which gay ass? Thank you. <laughs> Back to what we were talking about. So this special school that we don't know the name of, um, and I love you didn't even run the risk of telling me the name. Uh, <laughs> Okay, we're keeping it quiet. So the school has an emergency fund for like um, that students can access for plane tickets, funeral, unexpected medical bills, etc. Now, plane tickets not for like, um, you know, all star weekend It's for like if you need to get somewhere and it's like a serious matter and you can't afford it. So my partner had routine work done on her car, new tires, battery replacement and more. The total came out to twenty five hundred dollars and she submitted the receipts to an emergency fund at the university cover and they cover the full amount. But she had a money back rebate from some for some of the services. So she basically made money. And, <laughs> and so she only had $100 back. But, you know, she made a little money on top and got free car repairs. This sparked a grander idea, though. The real scam. Ooh, 
look at y'all. Her friend had major trouble with his car, and it was always in the shop. She told him about the emergency fund, so he submitted all the receipts from the car shop. The university refunded all of the money, about $3,000. But it turns out his car was under warranty, so actually the fixes were free, and he pocketed the three grand. Proud of him. Because we all you know, know the real scammers are universities. Glad he got his lick back a little bit. Ooh, not got a lick back. Now I know, I at least know the race. <laughs> I want the scam to continue because I wonder what the the university's motivation for this scam or for them offering this is. Because we all know in late stage capitalism, no one is giving you anything for free. So maybe it's like if you have one purchase mm. that might bankrupt you and you are going to like leave university. Because let's say you want loans. Oh my god. You on loan. Oh, so the the university getting all that money from your loan and then you have something that might make you drop out of college if you can't pay for it. Of course they would pay for it, right? Cuz they like see you next semester. <laughs> you know what? You know you know what you're talking about? It's like the equivalent of those like punch cards from like mm-hmm. a donut shop or like a coffee shop where it's like if you get t- yes. 10 coffees you get the 11th coffee free. Like it's that. It's it's for sure like no. That is not a free 11th coffee. That is that is nine coffees that you wouldn't have bought if they mm-hmm. didn't give you that card on the first coffee. Like, if we really think about it. Right. right. You and give so us eight tuitions. It's a bit you of give an us eight tuitions. Yeah. <laughs> and not <laughs> tuition. You one car repair. Car repair <laughs> It's like getting a rebate yeah. in the mail. Because it's exactly like a rebate. Because this is obviously <laughs> a service that they put their other friend onto. So the other friend was just going to be paying for his raggedy ass car. Mm. Like, you know, beating up on his lemon and paying the price for it forever not even knowing that this existed so it's like a rebate when you go into a store and they and they rope you in with a sign that says a hundred dollars off you know at, at best buy or whatever and then you get in the store and they're like yeah you get the hundred dollars off but you gotta okay write it down then you go to ace cash check and loan get it notarized then have a pigeon put it in the pigeon mouth good and have them fly it back to best buy and then in three to five business years we will send you a hundred dollars Absolutely. Also, the product no. you initially bought, you didn't even need that anyway. Like you came in for another thing. You can't. It just a just a t- like yep. a, like a laptop case, and this was a television that it's not even current. Like an old TV. You know what I mean? Like a like a model that is because a rebate is such but a great way to have a sale, but only for petty people. Because most people are not going to remember to do the rebate. So they're like, sale, but we're going to keep your money if you don't remember. And then the petty person is the only person who gets the actual sale. And absolutely. You know what else is a scam in this way is like insurance. Where have you have you submitted receipts to insurance like health insurance? Have you gone through that process? Because for a very long time in my life. I didn't give two fucks about doing that because right. it's so labor intensive and annoying. But you can get the money back for a lot of stuff that's like, eh, it's technically covered, but you have to right. get the bill and and submit the super bill and all this stuff. Anyway, just congratulations to insurance for making it so complicated, even though everything is covered. Like, I'm just so proud Listen, of them. Insurance, for what they've been they're able one to of the OG achieve. scammers, okay? They're getting us all. It's a Ponzi scheme through and through. And I was going to try to qualify that with like, okay, the only reason it's not a Ponzi scheme, and then I remember like, no, it fully is because if you pay into insurance your whole life, and then you get too sick, 
they'd be like, oh, girl, never mind. Like, we actually are not going to give you any of the rest of the money that you paid in your whole life. <laughs> Sorry. It's also it's also one of the only Ponzi schemes where the where one of the results yeah. is certain death. Like, there, you know, there's ones where you like you might lose your house. Mm-hmm. Perhaps your family will stop talking to you. But this one, it is like for sure, like in the ground. Whoopsie but daisy. it's legal. That was the any, end. Any other time anybody else want to start an MLM or a Ponzi scheme, the government says it's a problem. <laughs> but but Cigna, they can yeah. run it as long <laughs> as they want. Yeah, that's 100% true. Yeah, we're really going to regulate this like Tupperware sales, but uh, right. like not. But Kaiser, not no. Not you could <laughs> be dead like, permanente. Because... Don't worry about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, great job. I'm proud of oh, myself that was... for that one. I am. God, but, you know. All right. Oh. <laughs> I want to say shout out to you scammers. I want y'all to keep that going. Uh, it sounds like you're black because I heard hit a lick unless that's made it to TikTok and now it becomes no longer our language and, and stolen from us. But um, if you're black especially, really glad that you're stealing from the universities. They used to not let us go. All right. <laughs> We're going to take another quick break for some non-scam <laughs> advertisements. We'll be right back with Historic Hoodwinks. Robbery! Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher, okay? Which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. And, and we are back. And it's time for Historic Hoodwinks. This is where we regale our listeners with a famous scan, con, criminal uh, group of thieves. Maybe like them. Maybe we hate them. I don't know. But we'll see. Much of the story was investigated by the New York Times' Jack Nikas and published in his 2020 article, He Pretended to Be Trump's Family. Then Trump fell for it. Anytime that it's like, and then mm-hmm. Donald Trump 
faced anything that is a problem to him, a stumbling block. I, w- I need to hear it again and again. You know, it's just, it's so, it soothes me. It calms me. My nervous system gets into a different zone. So thank you for repeating. I feel like this one doesn't really was hit nice. for me just because I was paying attention to like the indictment and they at one point asked him, or like the, the sexual assault mm-hmm. case that he had. At one point they asked him to identify like out of photos and he couldn't, he didn't recognize his own wife, like one of his ex-wives. Uh-huh. So I was like, maybe he, yep. maybe anybody yep. could have been Trump's family. I should have pulled up on the motherfucker like, hey, at Mar-a-Lago. Hey, girl. Oh, my God. So at the height of the 2020 election, a 21-year-old bisexual DoorDash driver. (laughs) This is becoming a running bit on this show, and I fucking love it, where they describe uh, the person being bisexual. (laughs) And and sometimes people are like, well, what does that even matter? I'm like, no, it matters. We're annoying. And so that's very important to know that he is bisexual because we are annoying. So he is a bisexual DoorDash driver, which crazy enough, I have been a bisexual DoorDash driver in my life. Um, (laughs) Yes. Yes. But this is him? This photo is him? What what is this photo? I mean that it's... And it's like... Yes, you can say bi- bisexual DoorDash driver, get but also you can just show me that photo and I'll the get it. The shirt's giving you know, DoorDash, like it's, it's the pose is giving bisexual. Yes, it's all yes. there. Uh, we could have guessed that uh-huh. without any knowledge. Um, so his name, so basically what he did was he posted as members of the Trump family to tweet alt-right political commentary and conspiracy theories over a period of 18 months. His name is Joshua Hall. He was able to fool thousands of alt-right followers and then the president himself before his true identity was revealed. So Josh Hall is from Mechanicsburg, PA, which I actually know where this is because I went to Pitt. I so neat. I do too, actually. Keep so going. I know. I know right where that is. As, yeah, as like a seventeen-year-old in twenty sixteen, because he was energized by the Donald Trump campaign, uh, as were so many dumbasses. So. <laughs> Dumbasses gotta have fun too. <laughs> so uh Josh says, I kind of thought he was a clown at first. Yeah, you should have stuck with that first thought. That, and then at the right. end too. And, and also during. But the more I heard him talk, wow, never heard anybody say this. I realized, yeah, he's kind of says off the wall things, but I do agree with what he's saying. Mm. That is every single white person that has heard Donald Trump talk and it's terrifying. I mean, at least they're coming out and saying it. They're like, we never wanted minorities to have things. And Donald's like, I'm trying to take it away from them. Like, come on, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Let's be so for real. We never wanted none of these people to have nothing. (laughs) Absolutely. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then that's what people like. They go, he's saying the things. He goes, no, we're trying to get people Mm-mm. to What's just... What's in that for me? Not, What's in that for white? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So his career aspirations included oh. being a conservative talk radio host. So he decided not to go to college. Yep. Now, now that's smart. Why waste your money going to college if you're going to be a conservative that's how you talk start. radio host? Because you don't need that. So instead, he worked to build an online personality. This included creating a fake public figure Facebook page and self-publishing a 49-page ebook <laughs> on Amazon called Hall Nation. That sounds right wing. I don't even know what it's about, but yes. So it outlined 38 essential rules to live life in order to be happy and successful. So he said 48 laws of power. I'm going to do that 10 less. I don't got time for 10. Do we know? Do we I know got the a couple rules? of the rules. Like, do you have examples of the rules? Okay, because so, I feel my, I am real curious. And, and I'm on the edge of my seat. We got a couple free rules. So rules include rule one. Insults are a good thing. 
Okay. Why? Of course there. Yes. I mean, Why wouldn't be, that yeah, be? You gotta be calling people names. That's a part of bigotry. Like bigotry, you gotta call people names. Okay. And and then we got Rule Twenty Four. Yeah, I absolutely. guess that one came out of the vault too. Uh, and Rule Twenty Four is victimhood is for walking vaginas. I feel like there's a there's a fundamental misunderstanding of of whether or not the vaginas come with us. Oh, whether yeah, I get what you're saying walk. now. It's like you could leave the vagina at home. The vagina does walk. Yeah. That's for, for in my case. Like when I walk, me. Yeah, I've never been able I'm to leave it at home. As much as sometimes I would want to. Like I would leave my <laughs> vagina at home on my period. Ooh, I would leave that pussy at home. But, but totally. you're right. The logic here, not sound. Because then what are we if we're not victims, but we have vaginas? Riddle me that, Josh Hall. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but yeah, these yeah, are his yeah, yeah, rules. Yeah. And you know what? Yep. I, I love this for him, even though I hate him and all of this. But as a scam, just looking at it like that, you know, conservatives will eat anything up. I've thought about replacing Tucker Carlson. I talked about that on other episodes because I'm like, I could go over there and literally say anything. And they're like, yes, we'll give you money for anything. That's 100% true. And then obviously we've also seen that like this is a group of people that are so excited, especially Mm -hmm. if a black woman is going to say a bunch of nonsense. Like you would shoot Candace to the top of the rank so quickly because that is what they are waiting for is that validation from like, no, it's no, we're not harming these these folks like they agree, as is evidenced by this right. one example, you know, like who could who stands to massively financially profit. It's a good grift because like over there, because like, the, like and, and conservatives, it's it's kind of sucks because it used to just be mostly about greed back when capitalism was kind of functioning for, you know, rich white people. Um, now that we're in late stage, it, they got we're like, we got to go back to racism because like, fuck, we got we got to kill some people if we're going to make some money at this point. And so that's what they're doing. But it used to be a yeah. time where they would have economists on and they'd be like, so the Dow and this is what we how where, where we think that, you know, the market's going to land. And you have you still have to know things. Now you literally can go over there and just be like, saying like um they will not replace us for an hour and you're great a hundred percent and like strongest positioning is within the identity that they're disparaging like mm-hmm. caitlin jenner another great example of just like she uh, she she can say whatever she wants but if it's anti-trans mm-hmm. um, mwah, mwah, she that... will be booked back one million times like that is what they want that I, is what they I want mean, from her honestly i was wondering if caitlin was a firefighter because i ain't never seen a bitch pull a ladder up so fast like like she got her <laughs> she got what she wanted and then she was like yoink like nobody else can come <laughs> yeah oh sure yeah she pulled up the ladder she burned down the lower half of the building but somehow the part she's in still stand how did you do that Talent. Okay. Do that, Takes talent to be that horrible. So while authoring this book, Josh struggled to hold his own job and cycled through gigs as a hotel clerk, a sandwich maker, and most recently, a DoorDash driver. Because, you know, that's flexible, okay? So in January 2020, Josh asked his followers to help him pay for a lawyer to fight against his, in quotes, Planned Parenthood-loving radical leftist ex- who had accused him of harassment. So in addition to a GoFundMe that raised $815 abysmal, but I mean, it's more than you had, he sold shirts that said Josh Hall did nothing wrong. Oh. 
for branding, <laughs> okay? Merch to defend some guy that you don't know and you definitely don't know if they did anything wrong. Oh they definitely God. could have. <laughs> Sounds oh like they did. God. So around that time, Josh also lost his main Twitter account due to creating multiple accounts under different identities. So for scamming, for fraud, for identity theft, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Basically now what's you, being encouraged right now. Like in a pre-Elon Musk world, we didn't want it's this. Required. But now we want this. This is It's Twitter, it's Twitter <laughs> policy. It's encouraged. It's when you take the little understanding the terms box. It's they you give have you a list. Who are now? you going to be but, impersonating? On <laughs> I personally took AOC. <laughs> it's going well. Yes. Oh, yeah. she's very I mean, much a conservative again, now. You know, on my side. you know the talking points. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't wear red lipstick anymore. It's more of a fancy gloss. <laughs> oh. No, she's never worked at a bar, has she? So this perhaps prompted Josh to leap off into his full time impersonation. So once Twitter took him off, he was like, "Okay, I'm just going to impersonate and not even be real on Twitter anymore. So Josh says, once I got banned from Twitter, my attitude was kind of like, what the hell? I'm just going to have fun now. So this is his. (laughs) I love it. So his misinformation. Josh was first fake account impersonated Rob Blagojevich, the former Democratic governor of Illinois, best known for trying to sell a U.S. Senate seat, which, you know, they're all for sale now. Like somebody owns Uh a a Supreme Court judge. (laughs) Harlan? Harkin? Also, if you don't know what, I would just take a small moment here and just recommend to listeners to look up Rod Blagojevich because I'm from Illinois and that man has his hair. It When you see the hair and then yeah. you see that he went to prison, you go, Math, yep. Mapping. So, uh-huh. yep. at Gov Blago, which, <laughs> why would anybody think that was his handle? Uh, Gov Blago tweeted the statements such as, Obama started the coronavirus, in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> information that the people need and anyone have a few bucks to spare i'm really struggling right now which earned him more than twenty six thousand followers i mean black i went to jail i I understand how he could be struggling so for most of the time it's active the account's bio did include a disclaimer that said it was a parody account which for a time twitter allowed under certain conditions which now elon heavily encourages like you were saying earlier cameron um but the rest of Josh's fake accounts did not include this disclaimer. So Twitter eventually removed Gov Blago, which led to Josh to start another account pretending to be Dr. Deborah Burks, the White House coronavirus response coordinator under President Trump. Oh, my God. So on April 2? Oh, my it's God. A, it's so super. Oh, that's so dangerous. And I, they were already drinking bleach, remember? so dangerous. So the girls really didn't need this. Oh, my So I'm going to read the tweet. God, no. He wrote under doc, at Dr. Burks, the media is lying to you about this virus. The pandemic was plotted by the powers that be to crash our economy in hopes that Trump will pay for it in November. So the count didn't earn Josh the attention that he desired, so he started moving on to bigger targets. So the Trump family, right. So according to Josh, there was no nefarious intention behind it. I was just trying to rally up MAGA supporters and have fun. This is definitely how you have fun. <laughs> His whole, that's because that's the second time he said that he was, that this is fun. This is exactly what you, when I, re, when I read those tweets or like think about somebody trolling, what I imagine is that this person and I have absolutely exactly. no overlap in our ideas. But I don't know, that one made me laugh about Obama, <laughs> but it wouldn't have made me laugh if I actually saw it. It's just because, what? No, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, and from that source, it is the 
there's like some nice detail right. that we that we do like. Just from a perspective, from a scam perspective. So he first he first created an account for yeah, Robert yeah. Trump, Donald Trump's brother, who didn't yet have a Twitter account. The account's handle was Big Rob Trump, and he gained more than twenty five thousand followers. Mm-hmm. No, you're kidding. That sounds legit. I'm sorry, you're I mean, kidding. if I was a Trump family member, <laughs> he got twenty five thousand followers. Oh, shit. That's like when you actually mm-hmm. see a picture of Donald Trump's mother, and you go, "But mm-hmm. this is a." This is a joke, right? Like this was created by AI to be an example of how funny his mother could look. Like in that they have the same face. He she looks exactly like him, except has a wild hairdo that is on a woman. Exactly. But they like, look identical. I, I imagine that when the spirit of Halloween stores go away, it was <laughs> that's when like <laughs> that's what Donald Trump wake go. I love up it already. from her like desperate comas. Like <laughs> Like, she is the embodiment oh of spirit my. of Halloween. Just orange, terrifying, elusive. Oh is she God. real? She's wearing a mask <laughs> of Donald Trump's face. But, it, like, that's what her face looks like. Is she it's, real? Is she not? really rough. Because nobody knows if spirit of Halloween is real or not. Yeah, it adds up for me. Uh, take a walk in the park with that. I don't know. Maybe smoke some weed to make it make more sense. So... <laughs> <laughs> the coronavirus was planned. Okay. Oh, so this is from Big Rob Trump. The coronavirus was planned and released uh-huh. onto the world by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. <laughs> foundation. Not just them. But That's foundation. the kind of charity they're doing is <laughs> raising up uh, awarenesses uh-huh. so that they can get diseases on the streets. So that account was removed and Joshua yep. started a new account under Uncle Rob Trump. <laughs> So Uncle Rob Trump, which gets 77,000 followers in the span of a month. So as his new account gained more followers, Josh, who identifies as bisexual, why is it written in here again? Come on now. <laughs> Literally, come on. Don't blame us for this. Get, get out. Josh, get a bisexual, a flaming bisexual. <laughs> uh, used it to promote his own other account. So then he started using this account to... Uh, promote the by Trump guy. So that's him. I don't hate it. I mean, big, big Rob Trump. Harder to say. Although, hang on a second. B-Y-E? That's me. The the by Trump B-I. guy. Like, that's me. But like, yes, B-I, that's him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's one of our definitely. main differences. Because we're like, we want Trump to go bye-bye. Between me and Yes. Him. Yeah. But he was like, no, I'm yeah, yeah. bi. And Goodbye. also, Hi. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're on it. You're on it, Karen. I love that. That was such a great example. Um, so the by Trump guy uh, started like promoting like, or no. So Uncle Rob Trump. There we go. My mouth is not working. Uncle Rob Trump starts promoting the by Trump guy so he can get some followers over there for himself. This is love that. So the point of that promotion is that he used it so that he could raise money on a GoFundMe, which ultimately brought him in seven thousand three hundred and eighty four dollars. So them seventy seven thousand followers, he got some coins from them. Uh, So, however, despite denying that he ever deliberately tried to scam people out of money, Josh eventually admitted that the group never existed. So he got this GoFundMe money because he had a group called Gay Voices for Trump. Jesus. I just want to (laughs) apologize on behalf of my people. I feel like you have to donate to your college now. (laughs) (laughs) So... 
Josiah Burns is one of the GoFundMe donors who gave $100. And he was believed to think that Uncle Rob Trump's account was legit via QAnon forums. So there was a QAnon forum that was like, we're trained on the Q research board to always question everything. I'm probably 65% sure Robert Trump's account was real. (laughs) You, so y'all, I just, Cameron, what what you, (laughs) I just don't even, it's like the, amount of cross-referencing like to be to be this far into the internet and i can get pretty far into the internet but it's like i just it's like when you're trying to explain a meme to somebody and you're like you had to have seen these 72 memes to get (laughs) this far you know what i mean but you have like for some reason you have and you get it like that feeling it's there's such a feeling of like achievement there like i feel like i'm like a person in the world i feel like i'm young you know i feel like i'm i'm like i'm like i could get i mean i can't even work cuz i'm on strike as a writer like it just it makes me feel so part of things you know and uh i can only imagine that that must be how these folks feel cuz it, it is like i don't even know where i don't even know how you would get to a qanon forum but like they do and to feel mm-hmm. like this cross reference that that must be satisfying Yes, like Alice in Wonderland for racists. And like, but I love that they're saying we're trained on the Q research boards, right? We question everything. So you're about 65% sure that this is real. That's not... So then you gave it $100 because you were 65% sure that they were real? It's a weird scale too. Nobody nobody says that. I don't know what 65% would feel like. Nobody says 65% in terms of sureness. Surety? I'm going to start saying that That's to people nothing. because it feels like something that would throw people off. So Josh's Twitter activity began to be more and more heavily scrutinized when the real Robert Trump died in August 2020. Just more and more. Not rejected outright. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just like, hmm, that 65 went up to 64%. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say his death gave me pause. <laughs> Look, Herman Cain's account was still tweeting after he died. So oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. It was oh, like yeah, coronavirus isn't anything. real. Literally, nothing means anything. And it killed him. And his account yep. was still saying it wasn't real. So some followers began to suspect that Josh was behind the account due to the pattern of similar tweets and interactions between the two accounts. So Josh tried to cover up by claiming that the account was run by a close political friend of mine and did not know about Mr. Trump's serious condition. So. Now they're trying to say, okay, yeah, he did, but he was never running the account. It was his homeboy who was very close to him and would definitely know his thoughts after death. So stay following. Good Lord. I mean, (laughs) also like, look, the amount of work, and I'm not saying that seven grand isn't, isn't money. Like it's, it's money. But I just mean, another thing that could maybe over time get you seven grand is like just a job. Like a job, like a job that you invest time in. Not, I'm not saying in this economy. Well, the, you know what? Fucking, I take it all back. <laughs> I take it all fucking back. You're right. I don't fucking know. I don't know what. But I just, I think I sometimes don't understand where people have this much time. Yeah, I agree with you. But I mean, okay, think about it. If he waiting on a DoorDash order, which we love DoorDash, <laughs> what if he waiting on oh a DoorDash my God. order? Well, you've he solved be it doing completely. Tweets. Because I was like, I mean, he's already works at DoorDash. Just work at DoorDash more, but. That's nothing. Working at DoorDash more is nothing because there's built-in do- downtime. Yes. Lacey, you completely... I, I take back everything I just said. You've no, I love it. completely solved the issue of where the time is and and making seven grand sitting there waiting to make money. This is actually genius. 
I completely <laughs> reversed my stance. Gary, you were coming, you were looking at it from a sane angle. A yeah, sane yeah, yeah, yeah. angle. <laughs> this person's not sane. <laughs> because if, like if you're if you're getting seven grand for no work, that I'm like, that's amazing. So that's that's I think where the disconnect comes from for me. Is when yes. it's a lot of your only work is this. Yes, that's not worth it. So with one Trump dead, Josh moved on to others, including Fred Trump the third, the president's nephew, Marianne Trump Barry. And Marianne Trump Barry wasn't a good one to go to because she does not fuck with him. The president's sister and a federal judge, and Baron Trump, the president's 14-year-old son. So he was tweeting from everybody. Account. He was even tweeting as Betty Trump, right? So Betty Trump, Donald Trump's older sister, who was then in her late 70s, had previously offered no public comment regarding her brother. She ain't said shit about him. She's I've never in even her heard 70s. Of her. I do not know that she's real. Same. So perfect Mark, but also not perfect because she's 70. Why she hop on Twitter at 70? I don't know. Like, well, it's working really well for like uh like Dion Warwick. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, okay. Love her. Like, she's killing it. <laughs> and she's 70 plus. Oh, you've made a good point. You've made an excellent point. I rescind, I rescind my point. Uh-huh. So maybe Betty was having a, a resurgence. So her first tweet as at the Betty Trump was, this election inspired me to break my silence. My brother Don won this election. <laughs> yes. So this tweet went viral, sending 20,000 followers to the account in one day. Josh continued posting conspiracy theories and popular alt-right talking points on his fake account, including claims that President-elect Biden is a pathological liar, Kamala Harris is a communist, and Michelle Obama is a man. Now, why is Michelle in it? That one comes up, and we just, it just makes us sure that people don't know about the size of my shoulders you know what i mean i got great like, what i got great strong shoulders there are feminine men and masculine women we all have parts of each like that's mm-hmm. why what are you talking about sis all right so josh but josh's trickle of followers exploded on november 20 20th 2020 when president donald trump retweeted one of at the betty trump's no. tweets with his sister thank thank you elizabeth love you are kidding. No. And not love you. Love. <laughs> See, but this is the thing that I will say about this man. He did believe that was his sister. Like, that is real for him. Yeah. He ain't talking to her. Yeah, that is. And so, I mean, that is, I think, the scariest thing. He forgot he had a sister. Yeah, he forgot. But he also, anything that is positive, he believes. And he believes it's from a credible source. Anything that negative doesn't make any sense to him. Exactly. So this is when... The buy Trump guy account was suspended. Everything was, um, you know, upended because Donald Trump brought millions of sycophants. This is back when he was on Twitter to Josh's page. And then obviously some, I guess somehow we got that 65% down to 0% trust. <laughs> <laughs> Took a while. So on June 8th, 2021, Josh, then 22, was taken into custody on one count of each wire fraud and identity theft because remember he was pretending to be these people and having them go fund me. Uh, while on pretrial release in August 2022, Josh also made a series of calls to the Office of California Democratic Representative Eric Solwell, threatening to kill him and at least three members of his staff. Oh my 
So he jumped the shark a bit in the end. As a result, he earned additional charges making threats to kill a member of the United States Congress. He's since pled guilty to all charges and has been sentenced to at least 20 months in prison. Why would you be out on house arrest and then decide that you were going to go do more house arrest? I mean, like more crime. I don't know why the fact that this actually ended up in a real criminal place is a surprise to me. But for some reason, (laughs) I didn't take him seriously until the very end. Like I was like, Because especially since it is funny, it is inherently funny to repeat the same scam over and over again, to be like, no, I'm not this family member, but I am this family member. And I'm no longer this person, but just so you know, like, I'm not Rob, but do you believe I'm Betty? Like, that is that's that is inherently very funny. And then it's a bit of a twist to then threaten the life of a congressperson. That feels like it's in a different arena. Jump the shark was not your bag. Not what you were doing before. You just decided to try a different crime while you was out. Like, while I'm free. Well, (laughs) all right. Well, that brings us to the end of a great historic hoodwink. Now it's time for the saddest part of the show where I have to let Cameron go. Okay, I already did. This this episode is a scam, y'all. Okay, uh, we ran a little long, but I didn't want to cheat you out of your scammer of the week. So it's just us. Has it ever been just us other than like at the beginning of the podcast? Oh, this is so intimate and nasty. I love it. Okay, so scammer of the week, y'all. I want to get more intimate talking now that it's just us. No, um, so we're talking about Tattoo Gate, uh, which has taken TikTok by storm as a California-based tattoo studio has been accused by two customers and counting of being scammed out of thousands of dollars for a bad tattoo. Now, we all know there is truly nothing worse than a bad tattoo. It's per- I mean, like, the only thing maybe worse than that is tattooing a, a man that you are sexually involved with face on your body. I would say that's number one, and the number two is a bad tattoo. Because even if it's a perfect portrait of a man who got near you with his penis, it's still a bad tattoo, because it's a horrible idea. But if you are married to this person, you are in love with this person, and you still like, you like your tattoo, go off, girl. Go off all of y'all with y'all tattoo of y'all boo um, on your body, okay? I take it back then, if that's what you like. Uh, <laughs> But a bad tattoo, definitely horrible. So Courtney Monteith first posted her experience of commissioning an artist for a sketch and then a tattoo of her idea involving a fox surrounded by flowers. So she wanted a fox and then there was going to be some flowers around it and, you know, whatever woodland beauty that's giving. So according to Courtney... The artist, Lindsay Joseph of Lucid Tattoos, reneged on the initial quote to cover up some old tattoos, delayed her appointment several times, and then changed the pricing structure. So this is all after charging $85 for a consultation, which is often free or is usually taken out of the total cost of the tattoo. But in addition to that, the consultation fee, like in addition to that, she paid a deposit so now she got to put something on the tattoo. Like she's renting an apartment, but it's for her body. A deposit of $1,000 for the appointment and an additional $1,600 as, as a design fee. Now, normally when you get a tattoo, like the designing is a part of the fee. I've never heard people be like, okay, we got a design fee. We got an ink fee. We got a chair fee. We got a napkin fee because you know I'm going to have to be wiping it in between. Like this is giving... <laughs> 
It's giving scam. It's giving nickel and dime. So all of this is in addition to the actual cost of the tattoo. On top of the fees, the sketch Lindsay sent Courtney was nothing like the reference photos. And in order to make any changes, she'd need to pay $2,260. So the sketch that Courtney was sent looks like a poor trace of another artist's work which is why she was pushing back on the changes. And let's look at the sketch. And I'll put this on the Instagram for y'all. Like, there are small children who can draw better than this. This looks terrible. Also, how am I paying $2,000 for you to sketch something? And you didn't, you're not sketching it on my body. This is not my tattoo. Like, if I want to change anything about it, I have to pay another two grand. That's absolutely egregious. This sketch is giving... Honestly, I don't want to insult like school children because they can draw better than this. Like, I'm not even going to say that. I don't I don't know what this is. Like, this is like if I were to sketch uh, anything based off memory and I have the handwriting of a serial killer. So does that make sense? Yeah, you'll see it. I'll put it on the Instagram. So other TikTok artists have since provided evidence that the sketch, in quotes, Courtney was sent, was also a likely another artist's work, right? So another woman, Ree McHugh, claims that she was scammed out of $4,000 by the same artist in 2021 when Lindsay changed where she wanted the location of the tattoo on her body last minute. So how I, I'm getting a tattoo, right? And I show up and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get a cute little like hip thing or I'm gonna get a back thing. And then all of a sudden I come in and Lindsay like, actually, we're gonna do a face thing. Wait, wait a minute. Now that's not what I signed up for. Like, that's wild. So when Ree wanted to find a different plan, Lindsay responded that if Ree wanted to change the design of the tattoo from the, or, the original, she'd have to either pay a whole new consultation fee or keep the changes that Lindsay made or lose her $850 deposit. I'm so sorry, but changing the location of a tattoo is not something that the tattoo artist has any say in. And it is absolutely ludicrous to me that this Lindsay person even suggested that. And it's also hilarious to me because obviously Lindsay has never tattooed anybody in her life. I don't even think she owns ink pens, okay? She's out here doing consultation after consultation after consultation and never, ever, doing a tattoo. So I love that all, obviously, Reed got to the end of all the consultations and Lindsay was like, okay, what do I do now? Because she's going to try to show up here and get a tattoo and that's not going to work for me because I'm not a tattoo artist. Mm, I'll change the position. <laughs> that's not a thing. You can't do that. Well, Lindsay, I hope that you stop scamming people with this fake tattoo thing because tattoos are permanent. They mean a lot to people. They're very sacred to a lot of people. They represent times in people's lives. And if you permanently, you know, tattoo something on me and you can't draw or it's a terrible tattoo or you trick me out of money, then I'm gonna have to take these hands permanently to your face. Like, what are you doing? Boo, boo on the scam. I am not with the scammer on this one. But that brings us to the end of the show. As always, email scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure your scam is retired so we don't what? Yes, fuck up your bag. But we want to hear all about it. June 22nd, we are doing a live show. Y'all get into it. I've never done a live show before. It's going to be super fun. We've got a lot of games, audience interaction. I can't wait to meet you all in person. Everyone come. We're, we're going to fuck the fire department. We're going to pack out the Elysian with thousands and thousands of people. 
We're letting everybody in, but go to theillusion.com, June 22nd, 7.30. Get your tickets now. And you can follow me and my shenanigans at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D-V-A-L-A-C on all platforms. And if you want to see the photos, Scam Goddess Pod on Instagram. If you want to talk to me, Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter while there is still a place to tweet. Um, Cameron, on this podcast, we always ask, where would you like to be found? Anything you want to plug? Ooh. Where would you like to be found is such good wording. Uh, well, here's what I'll say. I'm like constantly touring as a comic. Mm-hmm. I've got a podcast that you mentioned earlier. I got a new podcast coming out. Yes, but say I, it again. Yeah, I'm, my podcast is called Query, but I got a new podcast yeah. that's out now that's called Survivor Die Trying. I'm on television a lot. I was on yes. an ABC show called A Million Little Things. You can watch on Hulu. But all of this information, the best thing to do is to follow me on Instagram because that is my favorite social media platform. And so I aggregate it all through there. So that is where I would send you. Where would I like to be found? I'd like to be found on Instagram. Also, relaxing at my house, but not by you. You know what I mean? <laughs> not, not by you, Lacey, but the listener. That's where I'd like to be found in my own home. I can find you at your home, though, is what I'm gathering. Yeah, Lacey, come find me at my home. Okay, great, great. This would be the first time someone did this podcast and then I end up in their home. Ask Atsuko, okay? I like to do that. <laughs> Don't be yeah, shocked. find me in my home. We'll go to the bathroom together. <laughs> All right, congregation. You know, stay bisexual out there. Stay being stay a bisexual door bisexual. I couldn't tell you more. And, and also, my parting advice is like, whatever you can get done between DoorDash orders, like fucking do that. Yeah. Whatever you can get done. You could make $8,000 just waiting on a DoorDash order. Do it. Damn goddess. Congregation. I have a special announcement for you all. So remember when I was telling y'all that June 22nd at 7.30 p.m. we're having our first ever live recorded Scam Goddess podcast show? Yes, I know a lot of y'all could not walk to L.A. fast enough. The tickets are completely sold out. But do I have news for you? We are also going to be live streaming this with Moment House. If you click on the footnotes of this episode, you will see a link where you can purchase a ticket and you can continue our parasocial relationship where I'll be watching and you'll be watching and and we'll be talking to each other and it's going to be a good ass time full of mess so if you could not fly here fast enough if you couldn't get on that train like I had told y'all if you couldn't walk or get on your bike to get to LA you could still watch the show so moment house click on the link in the footnotes or on the Instagram the link is in my bio on all of my Instagrams oh I can't wait to see y'all we're about to have a good time This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Carkbo, engineered by Ryan Connor and Abby Aguilar. Our researcher is Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. 
Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.